Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 176, and today we are going to be talking about the greenest places to go visit, the greenest places on earth. Uh, and in this case, green could mean many things, could mean places with the most beautiful and luscious gardens or jungles could also mean places with the smallest carbon footprint so you feel like you're doing a good thing for the environment visiting that certain location so we'll bring up some locations if you're looking for beautiful scenery or environmental uh, friendliness so stay tuned uh, to hear what jared and i have in store for you today so without further ado my good buddy jared what's going on jared Hello, Chad. First off, what is the greenest form of transportation? What do you think? Uh, walking. Very good, very good. Parada. Um, I have many more green forms of transportation, but you can't be walking. It takes no nothing. Nothing has to be built. Nothing has to be made. No materials except for you actually burn stuff away. Uh, calories, so you're helping the environment by walking and, and yourself. yourself too. Exactly. Help yourself to the Untranslatable Podcast, Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. Spread a little love. You can also give us some five-star reviews um, on iTunes and Stitcher. We would greatly appreciate those. You can also give us some uh, Untranslatables. You know, we find them, but uh, Chad's lazy. He'll happily... <laughs> well, he'll actually won't get them because I'm. he doesn't look at any of uh, the social media. So I'll get them and I'll get a break. It'll be a nice little respite, a nice little break for a change. Another green form of transportation. What do you think? Bicycle. Very good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I choose a skateboard I like the bicycle. maybe instead. That's also a good one. Although That's you can get further one. on a really good bicycle, I will say that. For sure. For sure. So, Chan, I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I am looking forward to my European trip. Woot woot Europe. I fly into Paris and our plan was to go to Italy uh, and go to Rome and Florence. Mm-hmm. I have been informed that Italy might not be a great choice yep. right about now. Yep. And so now we're having some second thoughts. Okay. Now this all just, we all just, we ta- started talking about this today. So no, nothing, and nothing set in stone. All we have is our flight to, pa- oh, all we have is our flight to Paris, but nothing is set in stone other okay. than that. You know, it's we can go anywhere. Flexibility. But what I'm seeing is that Italy officially has cut short the Venice Carnival, first of all, not that we were planning on going to that, mm-hmm. as they try to control what is now the worst outbreak of the coronavirus in Europe. Authorities yep. in the, Veneto region said the event would end later on Sunday, two days earlier. Italy has by far the highest number of coronavirus cases in Europe with 152. Three people have died. Italy has imposed strict quarantine restrictions in two northern hotspot regions close to Milan and Venice. Now, that's not close to to Rome, but Florence is north of Rome, so we are getting closer to it. About 50,000 people cannot enter or leave several towns in Veneto and Lombardy for the next two weeks without special permission. So it just seems like a... But then I also thought... Now, how, what do you think? What do you think? Should I pick a, pick a new place to go? Or... You're going to be there in May, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not... <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to say, buddy. Um... 
I would probably pick somewhere else just to be safe. Uh, mm. And maybe what I would do is book hotels with like a, like a free refund, free cancellation. So if it does clear up in Italy, maybe you could still go, but you have a backup plan. Uh, just because hmm. I, I have no idea. Uh, I did hear about the fact yeah. that Italy is the uh, highest number of coronaviruses in Europe, which is uh, pretty scary. Um, but who, who knows how long it'll take <laughs> sure. them to treat everybody and make it so it's safe in Italy. That's the big question, you know? Also, my thought was, you know, it will be May by the time I go there. And also, maybe all this all of this hysteria will help me out, actually. It'll cause a lot of fear. Tourists, tourism will be down way low. I'll get a room to myself. I'll be out. It'll, it'll be emptier. People won't be around because everyone will be scared to go to Italy. And I'll be like, this was the greatest thing that's ever happened. Rome to myself. That would be but, pretty fun. Not going to lie. I don't see that happening. But So I, I think right now we might be reconsidering it. But um, I don't know. I hate giving in to the fear because it's like, we'll be fine. But, you know, I guess why risk it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's tricky. I mean, the, the coronavirus has really caused a lot of people around the world to reconsider all sorts of different travel plans. You know, travel plans... Their work. I've heard so many stories mm-hmm. of Americans who were working in China and uh, are just like chilling in the states, waiting to see when they can go back. Some people, like myself, also lost our jobs in China. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, and I I think the coronavirus is it shouldn't be taken lightly. You know, um, I think when people just kind of compare it to the flu and say, oh, well, it's, it's you know, so many people die from the flu. Yes, that's true, but I think we know a lot more about the flu than we know about this coronavirus um, at this stage. So I don't know, Jared, if I were you, I'd probably think of some other places. Hmm. I mean, you're not All that right. far from Belgium or the Netherlands, are you? No, Belgium's boring. Sorry, people. <laughs> it's very historical. It's very nice, but it's just kind of boring to me. Or if you were there for like a day or two and use it as a drive through the well, Netherlands, yeah, or a we train could do through. that. But that w- that was our initial plan. But through Cologne, which okay. is only a slight detour off of off, mm. and so um, maybe we will do that. I don't know. Maybe either way, you know, you get you know, excited about something though, and then you can't do it anymore, and it's like, oh man. Oh, it's a but big that's okay. bummer. I'll figure it out. I'll figure for it out. Sure. Yeah, it's a rough life. It's a rough life. It is. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> it is. First world problems, Jared. Do you want to... Um... Spread a little love. Oh, you better believe I do, buddy. Um, so my shout out today goes out to USC, um, a university in Southern California. Um, and uh, the reason is because USC has eliminated tuition for families earning less than $80,000. Mm. Uh, so I think that's awesome that they uh, are trying to help out uh, kids from middle and low-income families. Um, so they will be able to uh, go to um, go to university without having to worry about tuition, which I think is awesome. That's uh, cool. I hope, yeah, the, I hope it, more uh, places will follow suit. Now, that's a public school, right? Yes. So there's not like some sort of quota on that, is there? Like we, you know, we can do this for this many people, like you know, a thousand people a year, or whatever. Um, four four thousand students every year. 
it okay. looks like. Okay. How many? Well, how, what's the? Uh, I have no idea the size. USC freshman class size. Let's just see. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm. I am too. Um. Okay. Oh, geez. Oh, but it's four thousand. Of it's not just freshmen though. No. USC. Uh, what's the? Uh, what do you call it? Like uh, the na- amount of people in in the school. The students, the faculty, en- enrollment size, enrollment size. Oh, enrollment size. Nineteen thousand. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's like one fifth. Was yep. that what that is? I think so. I think your fractions yeah. are pretty spot on there, Jared. Yeah, twenty <laughs> percent. That's not bad. I mean, look, I would have loved to had uh, tuition free uh, university. That's for sure. Um, so I think that's awesome. Have, yeah, but you probably yeah, but it's for people that fall into a like it's it's not just for anyone. Well, right. Like, have, but hey, but uh, keep, keep your eyes on Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, Jared, and maybe that will be changed. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. Mm. Did you, do you um are you still like registered to vote in Michigan? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you do that? You you, do, you vote and stuff? Yeah, I'm probably gonna do absentee ballot though, considering yeah, that I'll probably I turned be mine in yesterday. Out of the country come election day so yeah absentee's game changer i because uh, in in philadelphia where i i did some voting you have to or at least i had to actively go there mm-hmm. and it, and most of the time there was i mean usually there was barely anyone there anyway but it was just seems so archaic to walk up there when i can just write it down and put it into the mailbox anyway right no kidding no kidding um buddy. now so you you're know what time uh, it is right i do your your little um clock there jumped the gun but now it's time for the untranslatables. Uh, idioms, sayings, proverbs that don't really make any sense when you translate them directly into English. But they do mean something. Um, I thought I'd start off with an Italian one since I am going... Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you may be going to Italy. <laughs> okay, well, I still am going to do this. Do it. Avere la braccine corte. To have short arms. Just like to, be, I I just think of a T Rex when you say that for some reason. T Rexes do have short arms, Chad. That's very good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, does that help me decipher the untranslatable? Not really. Um, hmm, to have short arms. Is it to be impatient? No, but it's a similarly. I'd say it's a similar vein of bad quality, but it's, it's not bad, being impatient. Okay. But it's kind of like a similar, like you know, it's it's like a, it's a bad quality in, in a similar vein where like someone is like oh, you hate to have this person around because they have short arms and it's like you can never really they always ruin to, the fun. Is it to like gossip? Be a gossiper? No, no. Think about what short arms means. It means you know you, you can't reach for a, a lot of stuff. So you're um, always asking for help stingy it's very stingy oh stingy oh, someone with okay. short arms is very stingy you know okay all right i like that one my first one for you today jared is spanish uh, and it is creerse la ultima coca-cola del desierto which means to, to oh, do, do you know what it means jared something about getting the ultimate coca-cola in desert it's in the desert to think it's like of to find the fine- as the last oh, okay. coca-cola in the desert to think of yourself as the last Coca-Cola. Oh, it's like your hot shit. Very good. Very good. <laughs> of course. Exactly. Yep. You think you're hot shit. 
What do you? Yeah, that's that's that, that that's a uh, yeah. Although that <laughs> that last Coca Cola in the desert, you know, you, you see it and it looks like it looks like it's all great, and then you open it up and it's super warm and gross, and you don't want any of it. That's really true. The truth that about is those, true. That that final Coke in the desert. It's like oh, it sucks anyway. Um, my next one is finish. Justin Kustu. No, I'm sure it's not Justin. Justin Kustu. It's not Justin. That makes no sense. Justin Kustu. Which means? Pissed while running. Wait, say that again. Pissed. Pissed. Pissed while running. While running. Oh, jeez. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Pissed while running. Is it like... Think about it. Is it like when you are doing something, but it's already too late? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would you say it is, Jared? Well, what they say is as a result of rushing something, like it didn't work out. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. They worded it terribly, honestly. So, I'm going to give it to you, and that's what it is now. Okay. I I think that. that is what it is. They just worded it bad. Okay, my next one for you, Jared, is Swiss German, Schweizerdeutsch, and it is, and I'm going to say this wrong, so to any of our Swiss listeners out there, uh, I apologize greatly. So here we go. Ich zeige, wo der Bertli den Most holt. I'll show you. I. You never give me ahead, any go sort ahead, of go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Hold buddy. on, we'll say it again now, because you distracted me. Ich. Ich zeige, wo der Bertli der Most holt. I'll show you where the beard meets the mouth or something. I'll show you where... Uh, or where holds ba- on to. Uh, Bartli, uh, Bartli or Bertli, I'm not sure, is, is a name. Is a Swiss-German name. I'll show you where Bertli goes to get the cider. Is what this means. Oh, wow. I was nowhere close. That was hilarious. Well, I'm sure if, if an actual Swiss person were to say it properly, maybe you would have been able to pick no, it up. No, 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 no. I can't believe you were stifling that terrible guess that, that I just did. I, I feel like you should let, let that happen. That was hilarious how far off I was. Um, I'll show you where the... Is it like... Uh, like, I'll show you what's... Like, it's like, I'll show you, essentially? Like, yep. oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, okay. exactly. Very good. Yes. Um, my next one is Thai... Thai has a very interesting um, alphabet. Also, by the way, Chad, congratulations on your new assignment in Thailand. That's very exciting. Mm, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I heard the um, their noodles are delicious there. You would love Thailand. Just noodles all day. Oh, I'm my the, gosh. I am the noodles man, bro. That's, that's <laughs> what I live for, Jared, are noodles. Well, do, are they big on fried chicken in Thailand? I don't know. Probably. Probably, I'm sure you can get. They're probably big on KFC over there. Uh, obviously, I'm going to mess this up, but I'm going to try anyway. Cheti hien hine ten bay bay. One afternoon, one afternoon in your next reincarnation. Is this is this to be like uh, daydreaming? One afternoon in, in your next. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah like, yeah, like, what? But so, what would someone say to someone like if they were like had some 
ridiculously lofty goals and it's like yeah like in in your dreams or something like that essentially or right. it's like you know it's like um it's just like uh not believing that something can happen essentially right hey chad hey, give Jared. me some other green forms of uh of transportation so i said walking biking or skateboarding um i mean if you're near water maybe boating but like rowboating mm. paddle boating yeah uh, yeah. What else? I mean, anything, I mean, that's really your only. So, go ahead. And anything that doesn't use any type of carbon emission. So, I mean, in theory, I guess in some ways, an electric car is green if you're carpooling. Yeah. Right. But build building the car, the process of building the car. Right. The process. Where does the electricity come from? Hopefully, solar panels, and it's just renewable. But that's not where it's always coming from. Not yet. Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe, uh, how about uh, rollerblades? Oh, yeah. Get some good blades going. Why not? How razor about, scooter. Um, Don't forget yeah, the razor that's scooter. that's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> how about I the... I uh, have one in my parents' garage somewhere. Oh, man. Do you have any ramps at your house? I figured we should not make anymore. some or something. I used to, but not how, anymore. Oh, I bet you. I know you did. <laughs> how about a, a hand-pedal hand bike? Do you know what that is? I've never used one, but I could... I mean, yeah. I feel like that would be a lot of work, though, to get somewhere. More work than uh, a Razor scooter? Those things seem like they're pretty good on momentum, and they have gears, too. That's It's not like it's just one gear. I got another one. Heelys? (laughs) Yes. The Heelys slide (laughs) into your next next appointment. (laughs) Just uh, down the side of the freeway. Right. Oh no! I'm going to uh, I'm going to Denver for a for a holiday, uh, but yeah, for but that's just all domestic travel. If you want to go international on the, and be gr- the greenest possible, you got to take, take you, canoes, as you mentioned, okay, k- kayaks. You could do a sailboat. You should probably make it yourself, and mm-hmm. because you know some of those production lines are very very messy. In inner tubes um, as well. That's very good, especially if you get a current going. <laughs> yeah, like on a river. Mm-hmm. Now you can't get a current going in an ocean. You'll just be stuck in the middle. But <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> on a river, you could really get somewhere on a on an inner tube. Oh yeah, uh, I've, seen are, it, I've seen these... it firsthand in Dexter every summer. People oh, float down the what river. What are those things? What are those flying things where you're the the hang gliders? Uh, parasailing, hang gliding. Parasailing yeah. is behind the boat. That's not really yeah. a useful form of transportation. Really, the boat's the transportation. Right, right. But the uh, hang the gliding. hand gliding, you could do that. We did talk about hand gliding to work. That's a. I still believe in that, especially if you live like San Francisco. <laughs> right. Oh <laughs> man, that would be wild. Just swoop in on oh, the helipad in your hang glider. Hey, Chad. Do you feel guilty taking airplanes? Um, yes and no. I guess. I guess what makes me feel bad well, is when do you I feel read guilty my carbon insisting, footprint. Do you feel guilty insisting on flying in first class every time? Yes, but because my pocketbook doesn't reflect my attitude, uh, I don't mm. actually get to sit in first class. <laughs> so maybe I'm being That's less the problem, is You act maybe? like you are. It's like, sir, you're in coach. <laughs> right. We don't give the towels to the people in coach. 
Sir, sir, do you feel, sorry, do you feel bad flying first class? <laughs> yeah, you always sneak up to those bathrooms up there. That's right. <laughs> so, sorry, do you feel bad flying on airplanes? I fly airplanes too, by the way. I'm, I'm not, not a saint. Not obviously. really, um, but I don't do it that often. I mean, I think I've been in the past year, I've been on maybe three or four flights. Really? What are you talking about? In the last year? My flight flew... to China, my flight yeah. to Mongolia, and back. My flight to Your Bali, flight to Bali, and then my flight back home. That's that's four right there, isn't it? Or five? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. All right. I guess that's not that bad. Yeah. And and really, there is it fair to say that there's no great alternative to um, planes as far as international travel. Not not really, especially. I mean, not for long distances. Until we can come right. up with something that can travel as fast as an airplane over long distances, I think I wanna... <laughs> we're going to keep taking planes. I want to get one of those like Miami Vice boats. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> you know, one of those like cocaine yep. boats. Yep. <laughs> just be zooming around the ocean just... on it. <laughs> with some sunglasses on and one of those oh, shirts that, uh, you like know one of those, oh, the shirt you, you just got me. Just. Vin Dieseling a cocaine boat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what transportation did I forget? Jet skis. Jet skis are good. I mean, mopeds are probably one of the more efficient forms of motor transportation. So and it's really mo- and, and jet skis are really just and, and mopeds are essentially or excuse me, jet skis are essentially just mopeds for the water, you know? True. Very true. So um yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. Uh okay. And everything else is uh, everything else that I didn't say there is just a terrible uh, uh, dis- destruction on society, and uh, you should be shunned and looked down upon. <laughs> exactly. Well, Jared, what about some green places to visit? Mm, what What mm, comes to your yes. mind when you think of green places? I think of um, places with you know something that came to mind that I never thought of until I experienced it was when we were in Austria for the first time mm-hmm. the water that how how they bragged about how clean their water was was something mm-hmm. that um that got to me now there's the basic stuff that just uh, that just meets my eye or tongue like water there right. was also just like general pollution you know what a city looks like sure uh when you walk how around how green it. the city itself is you know is there are there plants and grass and green mm-hmm. stuff? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the level, like, ha- like, the commitment to to recycling. So sometimes I think it's it's clear. Like for and example, when you're in a too. lot of yes, for but when you're in a lot of European countries, you can like this is just I'm just I'm sure there's a lot of other examples, but this is just what I know. In a lot of European countries, you can see like the bottle things mm-hmm. where you separate the bottles, or you, there's also the ones for the cardboard and paper, and there's just these obvious forms of recycling, and even like in in Michigan where you where you, you know where there's like the returning of bottles, that's uh, something that's green, you know. Um, so right. all that stuff I I think that goes a long way, but then also I think. Um, when you're there, you can also look at it from a travel standpoint. It's also what you do when you go to these places, you know. So, like, what kind of activities are you doing, for example, or right. uh, what are you eating? Where are you staying? You know. 
how do you what how 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 is it that like how do you live when you travel for example mm -hmm. you know like a lot of hotels will be like hey if you care about the environment don't uh don't hang your towel back up and use it again if not just throw it on the ground like a heathen and i guess right. we'll clean it up you better believe uh, so can i first give you just like mm -hmm. some some top 10 tips for eco-friendly travel so just as a oh, person absolutely what you can do to be more eco-friendly yeah that'd be great now these are things that come to my mind these are things that uh, obviously i i conglomerate from millions and millions of lists uh avoid bags now that's number one wherever you are wherever you go avoid plastic bags avoid now sometimes i guess if you have liquids on the airplane they force these things upon you but True. use that you can use that same plastic bag for all of your travel just leave it in your travel bag when you're done with it you know um pack light pack as lightly as possible isn't is, is mm -hmm. an easy one i would say um there i think we all know someone that packs for every sort of scenario that they could potentially come across or like the people that are like what if i happen to like poo my pants four times every day so i, I pack <laughs> right. like six extra pairs of underwear and it's like when has this ever happened like this is when has this ever happened to you this right. is not practical you don't need four pairs of pants for the two days you're going to be right. uh traveling <laughs> like i feel just pack like as so light many as people practical with your pack underwear as well like i definitely do too yes I've gotten down to packing one to two extras. Well, let's let's put it this way: if I'm going for let's say three up to three days, mm -hmm. it'll be one extra. So four pairs. More than that, maybe two extras. Okay. Maybe, depending on where I'm going too. Like if I travel, say to Louisiana, where my family lives, I'll probably just pack actually the exact amount because I'll be probably staying at my parents' house, so I'll have access to a laundry machine. Right. But I mean, laundry machines aren't very green either true share the load giggity take public <laughs> transportation uh as much as possible take the um some of the best uh, some of the most eco-friendly forms of mass transportation so buses i think are f sort of uh uh roundly considered the most eco-friendly forms of transportation then trains Mm -hmm. Then there's going to be um, airplanes, but obviously there's probably oh cars as well as probably as before planes for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Boats are very bad; they're very bad. Tr cruises very bad for the environment. Um, but yeah, uh, even like Uber pools and stuff. I hate Uber pools, but um, for my significant other insists upon it. And so cheaper, we do right? it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Travel overland. Now, this is something I found. What is that? Cut out just one. Cut out just one five-hour flight, and your carbon footprint will be a ton lighter, and you'll be uh, and you'll get to see more of the countryside too. That means walk it, baby. Hoof it. Oh, okay. Hoof it. Bring some good sneakers you ever, with have, you. Have you ever considered walking from? Um, um, I don't know. Where's the last domestic place you traveled to? Dom domestically like in michigan domestic means within the with well, i guess it could be within michigan within the have you ever cons considered walking it back from grand rapids instead of driving oh god taking no. a bike taking nope. a bike that's a, that's gonna be a no for me fam wow wow enjoy you could bike a, it you could bike from grand rapids to where you are maybe but you can't why why, why is that because i don't have i'm not in bike in shape jared not yet at least 
You know, and why why am I in biking shape? You got the muscle memory. You you bike more than I do in the past. I biked more than you when I was like fourteen and fifteen. So hey, I don't know if that muscle really memory, counts. baby. Muscle memory. That's all it is. <clears throat> Enjoy a near beer. Drink a locally brewed beer. And not only will you probably enjoy a high quality ale, but you you can drink uh you can be a low carbon excuse me. But your but your drink can be a low carbon by cutting oh can be low carbon by cutting down on beer mileage. This applies to eating local produce too. Let your taste buds be adventurous and covered friendly. That's great too, and if you're traveling. Oh yeah. If you're traveling too, it's a great tip, especially for a hooligan like you. That finds the local <clears throat> KFC wherever you go. <laughs> uh, is hey, to actually local. try to eat locally. Local. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I'm not Fine. sure how that works. I did have a lot of really um, good local Indonesian food, though, too. And the thing with local stuff, too, Jared, is that uh, a lot of times it's cheaper than, you know, if you get non-local stuff. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and and then you find the and if and if you some if you know the right people or know who to ask, you can find those authentic places where you're paying closer to what um, you know not the tourist prices but the uh, normal person prices, and you're getting the normal person food too. Right, um, a lot of upsides. Be be at home in your hotel. So I was treat definitely doing your, that. Treat your hotel. No, 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 no. No, I wasn't. Treat your hotel. Like uh, like you would your home, so you know don't don't throw out a towel after one use, uh, don't throw out sheets after one use, don't take showers for forty five minutes. Okay, don't, then I wasn't being at home. I definitely took a shower for like in, an hour and a half. <laughs> don't walk in and turn the AC to either full blast or the heat to full blast. Don't uh, leave the room with shit still turned on, even though a lot of hotels <laughs> right. are trying to prevent that with having to like put your key in right. to something to turn like to turn on the electricity in your room. Um, choose a carbon offset adventure. Not all carbon emissions can be avoided while traveling. Intrepid Travel has a range of adventures that it has calculated the carbon emissions for reduce for reduced wherever uh, for. Reduced wherever possible and offset what remains. The emissions from transport, accommodation, activities, and waste have been accounted for, and the cost of offsetting is included in the cost of the trip. See? That's great. Do you think you would ever make these... these uh, these? Oh, and avoid bottled water, of course. That's the, mm-hmm. one of the easiest ones. Right. Travel with a, with, a, with a bottle and just fill it up as soon as you get through security. And it's free, too. Although a couple times, have you ever emptied out a water bottle into a garbage can? Yep. Yeah, that that's uh, that you never never feel good about that one. No, never definitely feel good about not. that one. Do you have any? Um, do you have any? Any? Um, I mean, I have more to say. My, my I actually, biggest, I'll just keep going. My <laughs> biggest green tip would be just walk to a campsite and go <clears throat> to camping. There you go. Nice and green. Wow. Are you allowed to start a campfire? Um, are you using flint? What is it? Um, is it copper and flint to to get the fire going? Flint no, stone? it's flint, flint and um, kindle, not kindling. Well, you need kindling flint, in there. 
Flint and Tinder. Flint and Steel. There you That's go. Flint and Steel. I looked it up, by the way, but it is Flint and Steel. All right. I also have the 10. Um, well, I have some of the greenest dest- destinations on Earth, of course. Perfect. Let's hear them. Let me know if any of these places interest you. The uh, Azores Islands. I don't know. if Oh, it's Portuguese. That You don't have to do that. I just like doing it. Azores <laughs> Islands. The autonomous Portuguese archipelago made up of nine volcanic islands has been named one of the world's most sustainable destinations in the uh, Sustainable Destinations Global Top 100. The Azores have earned their green credentials with a host of policies tapping into renewable energies, wind, geothermal, geothermal and biomass, which currently generate 28% of electricity on the islands, islands, with the plans for the world's first 100% renewable grid currently in motion. Um, and it's gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it looks That's super like, you know, beautiful. It's mountainous. Uh, Ecuador is another great one. The first country to recognize the rights of nature in its constitution. Ecuador has been named the world's leading green destination at the World Travel Awards for six years in a row, as well as laying claim to the Galapagos Islands. Uh, have you heard of the Galapagos Islands? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very like you. They're very particular about who they let in. They only let in a certain amount of people at a time. There's particular about what you bring with you in and out of the yep. Galapagos Islands. Yep. They like they check your shoes, I believe. Like mm-hmm. like they don't want you tracking anything in. Um, Ecuador boasts a huge chunk of Amazon rainforest and is one of the last bastions of South American cloud forest. The country is not without its environmental issues. Tempting oil reserves lie beneath the rainforest, but it remains one of the most biodiverse destinations one of the plan- planet, uh, on the planet and offers some of the best eco-lodges in uh, South America. See, you know, that's also the problem with... Um, uh, that's also the problem with these places that are so coveted for how beautiful they are and how uh, and how green and luscious and and uh, great their their environment is. Is usually that means there's something good there. There's something worth money there. You know. Oh, definitely. Um, so so all, all these places are are just constantly fighting off uh, assholes trying to uh, like uh, steal you know steal the good stuff. You know, they're like, we want the good stuff. Right. Now, this one is surprising to me. Did, uh, do you know anything about any green, uh, par- uh, particularly green areas in Germany? You would oh, consider Freiburg. yourself a German. Freiburg is oh, one wow. of the greenest places. It's gorgeous. Very good. Very good. You, you can Google and click the first thing on the list. That's very good. I can. No. Uh, no, Freiburg is, when I think of green and I think of Germany, Freiburg is one of the first places that come to mind because I distinctly remember taking the train from uh, actually from Koblenz, which is near Cologne, down to Freiburg. And I just remember like there's a part where you kind of come up this clearing and then you can kind of see Freiburg. And it's this city in this like mountain valley. It's gorgeous. You Have you been to Freiburg before, Jared? I have not. I have not. When I lived in Germany, I did not do a lot of travel through Germany. My parents mm. were huge fans of France, and we were very close to France. So I've been to, I've traveled through France, honestly, probably more than Germany. Um, 
Uh, and that was all when I was a kid anyway. You could go so to how Freiburg much I really instead of Cologne. Freiburg's go not Fre- that far go, from uh, Freiburg. Oh, Freiburg. Cologne is a bustling big city. Freiburg is uh, beautiful. With lots to do and see. Freiburg is gorgeous, my man. Yeah, Freiburg's the size of my neighborhood, though. Like, I feel this. I just feel like there's not much. You can't spend a lot of time in Freiburg. I feel like we can agree to disagree on that one, buddy. But anyways, other green places. After being heavily bombed in World in World War II, that's a great way to start. This small German town rebuilt itself from the gr- ground up using ecologically friendly methods, as well as implementing considered planning and engineering strategies to ensure where people's daily needs are within walking or biking distance. In addition, mm-hmm. Freiburg consolidated its green status with local laws requiring that new houses that new houses uh, use no more than 65 kilowatt hours of heating energy per square meter per year, 10 kilowatt hours lower than the national standard. Solar panels can be found on also... On all, excuse me, on almost every building, I see this is why I need my glasses, building in Freiburg. In fact, there are 60 homes in the city that create more solar energy than they consume, uh, earning 6,000 euros per year for the residents. So that's kind of cool. And I like the idea of it being very, like it's specifically made up to be walkable and bikeable. Um, oh, yeah, that's now, a, if big, you're trying to find a big thing to make it greener, without a doubt. And, yeah. And there's... I mean, um, there's uh, uh, streetcars, there's trams in Freiburg, and they work really, really well. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, I would say Freiburg is definitely a place where you can be very environmentally conscious and have a good vacation. Now, do you know of any particularly green locations in Africa? Uh, no, actually. Uh, well, I th- my uncle has been to Kenya before and said Kenya was super mm. beautiful in terms of nature. Um, but I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of great places in, in, in Africa for nature, but I think this is more uh, like a, uh, on like a con- conservational level. Okay. If you're visiting Rwanda on the last Saturday of the month, then you better uh, pack a litter picker. Why? Because your trip will coincide with Umuganda, a community... Uh, a community day of national housekeeping where every citizen, including the president, goes out to clean the country. The, this monthly spruce up uh, and the ban on plastic bags make Rwanda one of the cleanest nations on the planet. But that's just the tip of, Africa, of this African gem's eco-iceberg. Thanks to uh, its conservation efforts, Rwanda's endangered mountain gorillas, along with lions and rhinos, are thriving. And their Vision 2020 plan will see the nation that will see the nation. This. Oh, my God. We'll see the nation. By the way, this is their fault. I'm correcting this as I go. Mm. But I like their countries. We'll see the the nation cover 30 percent of its land with reforested areas. There is a significant government initiative that will see the majority of Rwandans take part in monthly community work, building schools, medical centers, and hydroelectric plants, as well as rehabilitating wetlands and creating highly productive agricultural plots. Wow. Now, this next one is in Italy, and I would love to see it, but uh, I don't know. Torri Superiore. Superiore. Uh, 
I don't know what tori means, but I know what superiore means. I, wall, maybe? The superior could wall? Be. Yeah, could be. I'm not sure. Thought, thought to date from the late 13th century, the medieval village complex of Tori, tori Superiori in the Liguri, Ligurian Alps isn't... My neighbor has a motorcycle. Is an eco-village that has been restored by its small community using sustainable wood, environmentally friendly paint, and local materials, which has 30 permanent, excuse me, 20 permanent residents who live alongside the local livestock. The commune is a triumph of sustainable living where hot water is heated through solar panels, the toilets are compostable, and the food is grown on site in permaculture gardens and fruit orchards. That's pretty cool. That is super oh, that's, awesome. That's that's uh, some proper some proper um, green living right there. Oh, definitely. That, have you heard of an eco lodge before? I, I read that. I've, no, that's, I've never heard of that before. I mean, it makes uh, sense, uh, I e guess, but no, I hadn't heard of it before. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, I'm looking at one right now. Um, this is some. These are some of the best eco lodges in the world. This one is a Dane. The Daintree Wilderness Lodge in Australia is essentially mm -hmm. a, a, um, a fancy treehouse. Oh, Name cool. one of the, ten, the top 50 lodges in the world by National Geog Geographic. Daintree is run in partnership with the local Kuku Yalanji tribe, allowing guests a rare chance to immerse themselves in the culture of Australian Aborigines. See, that, that makes me nervous. I like the idea of it, but it uh, just, just makes me nervous. And But then, like, there is this place that's that as a business that i guess if if they're helping them it should be supported sure but if you look at pictures Absolutely. of it it looks off the chain and i do like the idea of an adult uh, uh tree house who doesn't like that yeah there's that's a, a great indoor idea. pool in this thing too oh and within like it there's like these mansion, sort of not a tree house i mean sure yeah oh my gosh now it's probably pricey that's the thing i'm gonna assume it's pricey Oh yeah, it has let's see to if it's. Uh, how much do you think it's a night? Because it's and, 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 and be realistic. Be realistic. It's not crazy. Six. But it is six hundred a night. All right. No, no. See, that's that's too, too high. Two hundred sixty bucks. Okay. That's not bad. That's okay. Two nights. In but a, then you know, there's the amenities. You know, the they have. That's pretty cool. They have very nice dinners. They have. Um, is it all vegan? They have. Is it all vegan? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think that you would imagine it is, wouldn't you? Yep. I didn't even think to look that up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Their website is very nice, though. I'll say that. It is, you know, it's uh, eat, drink. Let's see. Menus. They, it has to be, right? I w you would think so, but. Enjoy, enjoy some of the finest cuisine and the. Uh, the Daintree has to offer. The North Queensland region offers an abundance of incredible produce that chefs all around the world search widely for. At Jambalaya Restaurant, our guests can enjoy the freshest homegrown and locally sourced seasonable, uh, seasonal, and su seasonal and sustainable produce nature has to offer, serving, served in a breathtaking location. The experimental rainforest dining experience is open to the public as well as staying guests. So, yeah, it's all produce, they said. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. I mean, if we're talking yeah, about green, uh, raising animals isn't really that green. Um, 
if we're talking carbon footprint and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> so yeah, true. that sounds cool though. I feel oh, like oh no 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 no. I want to go to the eco camp in Patagonia. Ooh, that sounds cool. You're surrounded by these mountains, and uh, you're in like this sort of dome thing, and uh, and um, oh my gosh, and. I don't even know how you'd get to these places, but you gotta uh, walk you see, there. Like you're, you gotta keep it green, Jerry. You and, gotta and like walk you're, there. like you can, you can go on uh, walking safaris, which sounds sounds a little t- dangerous, terrifying. Yeah, sounds a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's like have you ever just seen a a wolf up close? No, and I didn't. I didn't think I would either. Right. Um, they have a green. E- ethos oh wow there's people riding bikes next to this mountain lake oh, oh this place is cool. what i would call breathtaking eco camp has gained an award-winning reputation for its eco-friendly policies innovative use of green technology and being a leader in environmentally responsible travel our low impact design and focused on raising guest awareness of how to care for their environment highlights our commitment to a greener present and future for tourism. uh, Conservation is central to the philosophy during our operations. See, dude, I'm not going to lie. I want to go to this eco camp. I'll book now. I want to see how much this costs. I want to see if, I want to see if this is realistic or or if I'm going to have to like fly some sort of electric helicopter to get there. And like, it's like, Oh no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So the cheapest one, these are a little pricier. Oh, no. How about a five-day trek? Mm-hmm. For, oh, okay, no, this is cheaper. This is cheaper. Glacier hiking? Eco camp extension? Oh, that's an extension. All right, it's going to be about $2,000. That's a little pricey. For how, how long? A little pricey. Five days. That's a little pricey. But it's not terrible. But it's not terrible. Is Jordan? All, Would you go to inclusive? Jordan? No, none of this stuff is all inclusive, Chad. Come on. Ooh, then oh. Uh well I go to Jordan, <clears throat> sure, why not? Uh there's a there's the Feynon Eco Lodge in Jordan. Uh which sounds interesting. You can do a 14 kilometer hike through the mountain terrain of Jordan's Dana Biosphere Reserve. Feynon uh seems like a mirage rising out of the desert. Named uh it's uh a substantial portion of Feynon's revenue helps fund conservation efforts in dana which covers 320 square kilometers and contains the highest level of biodiversity in jordan this is really growing on me i'm not gonna lie um i i like the idea of of the 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 nature stuff and i sort of like the idea of it being sort of self-guided you know when i hear some of this stuff i'm like i'm like i don't know how to just go to these middle nowhere locations and survive on my own I, i don't think i have it in me but maybe you just have to spend a little more to be green. Is that what it is? Is that what I have to accept? Could be. Could be. I could see that. Or I could go to a place like Copenhagen, although Copenhagen is very expensive. Right. But it is a very green city, and it's more of a realistic Sweden. But these are also very expensive cities. Mm-hmm. But yeah, super green, though. Definitely super green. Yeah. Yeah. You should do some green. Um, now, can I challenge you to do something? Can I get you to do anything? Is there anything I could get you to do that where you wouldn't just immediately shoot me down? We'll, we'll find uh, out. I, we'll have to can see. Can I give you <laughs> one, one, and I'll do it with you, but I have one idea for us to do a green trip together. 
Okay. Where? And ex and ex no and ex well we're, we'll start here either either where you are probably where you are because I know even getting you to come here is going to be a challenge. An extended bike ride. But okay. like when I say extended, I mean like like thirty miles, forty miles. Mm-hmm. I'll do it with you. Obviously, I'll come with you. We'll do it on a weekend or something when the weather gets nicer. And we'll do a pod somewhere on the road again after an extended bike ride. We'll do it on location somewhere, somehow. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. I feel like I feel like you're making a... I feel like a 30, 40-mile bike ride is... M- I feel like you got to train for that. You need proper equipment for that. You can't just hop on your bike and go for 30, 40 miles, can you? That's where you're uh, 100% wrong. Really? First of all, by special equipment, do you mean a bicycle? I mean like a, probably a decent <laughs> you, bike. I have a shitty, shitty own a bi- bike. What kind of, it's like a what kind of bicycle BMX do you have? Bike. Okay, well, you can't do it on a BMX bike. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right. I, I got I got I got a green uh green trip idea. What's that? Now it will involve some driving unless we want to walk, but I think uh driving would be better. And uh we go camping. I feel like camping is a fairly green thing to do. Like you, you spend a weekend at a campsite, you chill, have your have your fire, um chill out, you're in nature. Uh, you're not, you know, using very much electricity. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd be willing to go camping. Do you have any camping equipment? I have no camping stuff. I, I have, have no tent. Look. I think so. I think I should still have mine, some stuff. Mine is still way cheaper than yours <laughs> and way easier. We could go 20 miles one way, stop somewhere and do a pod and eat lunch uh for for two hours and then do 20 miles back and um and all you need is a bicycle and a medium-sized backpack we can do yours i'd happily do that i'm totally down to do yours but yours you're you're the one you're the one the unemployed one and yours still does cost more money is all i'm saying Mm. fair and and it's more of a it's more it's so um it's shocking to me that the even a 20 to or thir- 20 to 40 mile bike ride is is oh man all right but we can I've camp ever, i'd I love to go i've camping. ever done a 40 mile bike ride before um yeah you know i think i think Your i just wish to get in better shape first i think <laughs> i just i am um, yeah yeah <laughs> maybe i think you're just your your attitude bumps me out it's always just like no can't do it no that's impossible you make it seem like you have to train like your lamps armstrong like you have to yep. now we have to start doing Steroids, some intravenous drugs exactly, for you today exactly exactly <laughs> just for your little ride 40 uh, miles just 20 miles um well also maybe you do have to do some training but maybe it would take like uh, two months of getting into it, riding your bike for two months. You make it seem like it's impossible to start impossible. riding your bike Can't too. Do it. Nope. There's you have nothing but time on your hands. <laughs> you literally have nothing but time on your hands. Um, all right, that's fine. Can we just that's go to fine. Freiburg, Germany instead? 
Yeah, no, because that's real environmental <laughs> and cheap. Uh, hop on a plane and fly on over. We'll take our private jet. You know, jet. my goal in life, my goal in life is to find activities that I can actually get you to do. Mm. Um, that would be my. Because that here's the thing too. Well, you'll say let's go camping, but if I never bring it up again, you'll never bring it up again, and we'll never go camping. The, mm. the camping will never happen. So camping is a great idea, but uh, it's just not going to happen. You know, that's the thing. So um, I'm trying to think of something that's actionable and something that we can do. Um, can I get you to do like a 20-mile walk? Does that seem impossible? I'll buy you a, new, a fresh pair of walking shoes with my own money. A tw I mean, yeah, I'd be down to try it. That's a long walk, though, dude. I don't think I've ever walked. Have you walked 20 miles in a day? Of course I have. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, first of all, I don't bow down to challenges so quickly. Uh, Chad, 20 miles in I, a day. I, maybe not 20, I might have done 13, but I could easily do 20. Dude, people run marathons all the time. Yeah, how do people <laughs> and that's do that? Running, I do not get how that's people running, run marathons. And that's more than, uh, the thing is, the thing about the, the, the my problem with the, uh, the walking is there's really nowhere to go. Like right. it's it would if we have a bike, we can actually get somewhere, you, you know, right? We can get some distance, yeah, very I true. Don't know. I don't know, very, very true, yeah. Uh, I, I think the other right, thing is, I'll keep, too, thinking. is finding, I'll keep thinking, uh, finding Maybe a safe a place where you can bike as well. Do I want a picnic with me? That'd be fun. I'd be down for picnic, yeah. I'd be, I'd be All down, right. but yeah, uh, what are some other good green places to visit though, Jared? Um, cause I've just been trying to think of if people want to see greenery and the reason why I came up with this episode idea was, uh, actually because of Bali. When I was in Ubud seeing the rice terraces, there was just so much green. It blew my mind. So at least on my list of green places where I have visited before, that one is high, very, very high up on the list. Also, um, uh, Styria in Austria, it's like a like a a state in Austria, and it's super green. That's where uh, Graz is, uh, Steiermark. It's absolutely mm. gorgeous, super green, very pretty. Um, trying to think, uh, other Netherlands, places. of course, I, especially mm -hmm. the, the like the tulip uh, the tulip area. Oh, definitely. If you go at the right time, that would be lovely, for sure, for sure. Any other places you can think of, Jared? I would say. Um, yeah, I would say there are plenty of other places. Brazil would be great. I would love to go to Brazil. Brazil is is that, that I think that's 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 up there on, on the bucket list for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, there's I'm trying to think of it. Th those are all that come to the at the top of my head. Those are some of the ones I, I I want to visit. There are a lot of great beach towns I think, and there are a lot of excuse me beach cities, and there are a lot of very secluded areas. But that just doesn't like interest me as much. Like for example, the Maldives. Have you heard of the Maldives? Apparently, oh, the Maldives, Maldives are gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. And um, like it's uh, they recycle ninety percent of their waste apparently, including a hundred percent of the food they were hundred percent oh, wow. of their food. That's awesome. Um, Sao Tome, which is um, an island island off of uh, the Gulf of Guinea uh, in Africa. That's very nice. Peru, Peru would be lovely. That would be mm -hmm. nice. Uh, South Africa is nice. I've been to South Africa. That was great. And I, I went out. I did a safari there. Uh, I said South Africa. 
Yeah, yeah, but I'm just listening. Oh. I would <laughs> no. love to see Switzerland. South Africa would be great too. Switzerland's great. I've been in the mountains in Switzerland. That was awesome. Switzerland's cool. Um, Switzerland's like I mean I was a kid when I was in the mountains, but Switzerland is expensive. That's the only thing. I mean all these places are right. expensive. Right. But uh, yeah, no that that yeah, I, I I would like to do more. I would love to go camping. By the way, don't let me shoot you down on the camping. Um. Okay. I would love to go camping, and um, would you? We could we could easily keep it local. I mean, local meaning in Michigan. Yep. Maybe we could go slightly up north or something. Oh yeah, we have um, to. That's a must. Uh, maybe like a Petoskey, a Traverse City. I don't know what's oh, yeah. something like that. That sounds something great. on a lake or something. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to camp on a beach? I'm not sure. That's a great question. I'll have to do some Googling or is and see. it not as chalked? It's actually, that sounds like it might really suck. That's a lot yeah, of sand. sand everywhere. That's that is true. That is true. All right. Uh, I'm going to hold you to that. Camping. Sweet. Sounds good. I'm ready to go whenever you're ready. Awesome. Well, Just so you we're know. Gonna, we're gonna, although the weather's really nice in Michigan now, we're going to need to wait till it gets <laughs> a little warmer. And I'm still, I still think the bike idea is a great idea. It is. I just, I just question its feasibility uh, and safety here in the states. Unless you went to like a metro park and you biked around there or something like that. Because I'm just thinking, at least the road by where I live, um, people do not pay attention, and I do not want to become road pizza because of our bike trip. Um, so that's what makes me a little apprehensive, Jared. But anyways, um, yeah, there are a lot of different green ways to. Uh, travel and have fun and some beautiful green places as well um but you know jared a beautiful green trip is really not that special unless you have some good tunes and i think we've got a good one today you suggested it i really enjoy it golden wings by gabriel garzon montano and it's super awesome tell tell us a little bit about it jared and i wave all my wings um, that was just off the top of my head too. I'm not even listening to it. Sell, selling the song to our listeners right um, now. How would you? What, what's kind of what kind of like a um, style of music is it? Like pop? It's not pop. I mean, I, I, I get. It I, has I think of like of pop quite a little bit. It. I get some Prince vibes from it actually. I mean, like a modern, not as good by any means. Let's not get carried away. But no, but it's still a, a good song. I see. What you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, rhythmically, I, like, yeah. it's pretty interesting with the sound, um, like the electro- yeah. sort of the electronic sound to his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, but it is very catchy, and it's just like a. Um, and I, honestly, it makes me want to get that album. I might, I might in, uh, invest in that, especially before I go on my trip. You know, I got some trips coming up. Did I tell you I'm going on the road again before my European trip? No, did you? Oh yeah, well look forward to that. Next month I'll be uh, I'll be on the road again domestically. I'll be riding my bike there too. There, no, there, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be going on the road again uh, in the, uh, next month. So maybe we'll do an on the road again there. I don't know if we have cool. or not, so we'll see. But. Cool. But yeah, this is an awesome song. Definitely worth a listen uh, on a road trip. Definitely will put you in a good mood. Has a nice upbeat mm-hmm. tempo to it. It's a it's a fantastic song. Check it out. Golden Wings by Gabriel Garzan Montano on our YouTube channel uh, and our Song of the Pod playlist on Translatable Podcast. Check it out. So, Jared, I'm you curious. Betcha. Do you have a French word for us today? Italian word? What what word do you have coming at us today? Now, I have an Italian word. 
But this is before I ran the whole coronavirus worst in Italy out of all of Europe. Three people died thing and ran that by you. Right. So now th- <laughs> right. I, I haven't. I, so now I'm second guessing a little bit more that I've had someone else to t- to run it by. So I have an Italian one. Still might come in handy though. Il conto por, per, per favore. Il conto per favore. Which means? I would like to pay, please. You couldn't figure that out? Oh. Il conto no. per favore? Nope. Hmm. Nope. I, I got would like to pay, favore. please. Okay. Il conto sure, yeah, per favore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You got to do, do the hand, hand motion. Yeah. Are you really speaking Italian if you're <laughs> not doing the hand? But yeah. Well, today uh, we covered some uh, green ways to travel and a few green places. Uh, Jared, just to recap, what are a few green ways to travel? Uh, walking, biking, although Chad refuses to do that. Razor Skateboarding. Scootering. Can I get you to skateboard somewhere with me if you won't bike with me at least? Sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. The toy miles on skateboard would be pretty intense. Kayak. Could, could we uh, make it a canoeing? Could we incorporate canoeing into our camping trip somehow? Can it be cabrewing? Sure. Sounds yeah, good. but you'd only have yeah, but you'd have like a beer and be like, oh no, um, I can't have any more because I'm you know we're we're gotta canoeing focus. and I need to stay safe. Yeah, that's right. Got to focus. So, um, <laughs> I, I don't I don't mean to betray you as a buzzkill, but um, but apparently anyway. I'm a buzzkill. So, so um, there we go. <laughs> pick out pick out locations that also not you know all you know obviously those are. Um, uh, uh, green modes of transportation, but if you would mm-hmm. like to go somewhere that maybe those places don't allow you to, maybe choose places that uh, prioritize different forms of green living, whether it be how they uh, get how they get their energy, how they uh, cook their foods, where they get their foods from. Even if mm-hmm. it's not ve- all vegan, you know, you could still care about where your meat comes from and make sure it's coming from sustainable green sources. Oh, definitely. Um. Uh, also, uh, when you go to locations, uh, you know, using public transportation as much as possible, traveling, um, uh, you know, and um, and not wasting using plastic bags and plastic bottles too, the plastic one. But staying hydrated is always important, no matter where exactly. you are. Exactly, exactly. And if you need some green places, there's plenty, but make sure that you are aware of the season, because. Uh, Depending on when you go there, there may or not be a lot of green for you to enjoy and uh, relax in nature. So make sure you double check where you're going um, and what season it is. I know it sounds silly, but some people don't pay attention to these things, Jared. You know, it's pretty crazy. That's but, true. That's yeah, true. So so stay green while you travel, people, and let us know what green places you like to visit at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to see you some betcha. pictures of green travel moments from the Untranslatable Podcast, check out our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. And lastly, five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make better for you. So we appreciate all of your support. And thank you. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yahuya, which is Gracias, and Shisha. 